Hello everyone, welcome to Omar Podcast of the Athletic School. Today, our guest speaker, Sebastian Lind, Canadian runner on a mission to change the world through a mindset in the act of running. Sebastian, thanks so much for joining me, man. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Um, I love the changing the world through a mindset, but I'm not sure if I like, I like the act of running. Uh, it's, a, it's a tough one for me, honestly. Uh, <laughs> I have been running a lot because I I know the benefits of it and, and I see the, the benefits of myself, but it's a tough one for me. Um, so I think my first question for you, it's where that love for running comes from. Where does the love for running come from? First of all, I wanted to say that is amazing that, you know, you are running. Whenever someone tells me that they are running, it makes me so happy. And I'm like, yes, this is what the world needs. Yeah. Um, and like, even like, Recently, I've been going to the sauna a lot, and that's even another people thing that a lot of people are doing. Uh, like the the sauna that I used to go to used to be a whole bunch of. I'm kind of sidetracking right now, but uh, sauna I used to go to was with a whole bunch of like, you know, older folk, or it was kind of dead. There wasn't many people in the sauna, but I started going to this new sauna, like at this new gym I'm at, and there's a like yesterday it was 20 people in the sauna, standing room, and guess what? everyone all the gym guys all the guys who are doing bodybuilding are talking about hey are you are you signed up for the half marathon are you signed up for the bmo half and everyone in there started talking about running and uh i was super passionate about that so first off yeah i'm just super excited to hear that you know you run um but where did the love of running that was the question right where did the love yeah. of running come from um honestly i would say originally it's it it was kind of tied to it, I mean, it was something, it was something my dad would always take um, me and my siblings to the cross country loop uh, near our school uh, at the local school to train us for races and stuff as a young kid, like in elementary, like in grade two, three, four. But um, so like running was always a positive thing in my life. And it was always something that, I mean, when I was very young, it was something that I was good at. And you ask, where did I get my love of running? It definitely is tied to the love of winning because from a young age, like I got that feeling, that taste of winning and that taste of winning made me, you know, addicted, you know what I mean? Um, and from there, you know, I just, I kept, I kept running, I kept training and obviously fulfilling winning is the thing I'm always chasing. But at the same time, um, what running also, and then through that, just through training, through the pursuit of winning, you know, you go through a lot in training and you realize how amazing running really is mm -hmm. like the mental benefit. I think that's the biggest thing for people is there's something about the endorphins that are released in your brain when you're going on a run where, you know, like you, you just don't get that same or, or any type of super hard cardio. You don't get that same that same feeling from like just lifting weights, uh, oh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that runner's high, you know, and yeah. just through training all these years and getting like, I view training and running as for me, an effort to see exactly how fit I can be as a human. What's the fittest, fastest version of the human that I can create? 
it's almost a, it's a it's a version of creating i'm creating this thing my body my being yeah something that at the start was nowhere near to where the, it's going to be at the end um but through that active training like and, and those times those times where it like feels effortless and you know say i'm doing speed work and i'm sprinting and it feels like i'm floating because i'm just tapping down and my knee drive is super high and i'm i feels like i'm up in the air and basically just tapping down because i'm running at such velocity um yeah. those are the things that get me really addicted or like say i'm going on a second run in a day and you know if the sun is setting and maybe this and maybe have music in my ears usually i'd never run with music i only allow myself to run with music on the second run of the day <laughs> side <laughs> note but those times where like honestly yeah i guess i guess talking about this why do i love running is because it makes me feel alive it makes me feel free you know you don't need even a bike you don't need anything the whole world can do it and it make yeah seriously it makes me feel alive like going on a run like on a mountain road or sprinting or in a race that's when i feel my most alive so that's what i would say for that 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 makes a lot of sense um you you touch a lot of things that i want to go back a little bit uh winning about listening to music as well um but we we talk a little bit off the record about you kind of preparing for the olympics you know and and i want to know how how is that training going uh Tell me a little bit of like nutrition, um, like when we're talking about running, how much running are we talking about? Is there any lifting, you know, uh, what, mm -hmm. what are some of the things you are doing in a daily life uh, to get there? For sure. Definitely. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like my life goal is the Olympics. Um, I'm at the point right now where like most likely like 2028 is like the big goal, which is obviously mm -hmm. five years away. But at the same time, I was like talking with one of my best friends and training partners the other day. And he's like, dude, like, there's no reason we can't, you know, there's no reason to count yourself out for this 2024 year. Like yeah. at least, you know, have a good performance at the Olympic trials. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because you, you're going to have to experience the first Olympic trials before you actually make the team. Right. So, um, yeah. So my, yeah, my, I guess my preparation, my day to day, my training um what it looks like is it's actually funny i'm uh injured right now currently um so do do you want the injured version or do you want the fully training running give me give me both give me both okay yeah. sweet which one do you want first the, the injured one <laughs> the injured one okay so yeah. this is what my day-to-day -day is looking like right now um usually you know get up i i've made a habit of reading i always get my reading and get my pages in I, it's just a good sometimes what, I'm, are, you reading? what are you reading what am right i reading right i lately what i've been reading is um biographies of like athletes i you know aspire to be like recently i just finished the george st pierre gsp ufc fighter fighter biography right now i'm reading the mo Farah one who's like a four-time olympic gold medalist um I, i read a nick simmons biography before and like what that does is like I feel like it's a crucial part of my day because like I get up and I like I pro I'm programming my brain to think about training because mm -hmm. like I've had I've had times in my life where, you know, I've maybe I've focused on entrepreneurship too much or business and me waking up and being like, okay, and like reading about the greats of sport 
which is something that I want to be. It's just like, wake up. Okay. That's, this is the main, this is the main thing today. So yeah, usually I wake up and I'll, I'll just, yeah, I'll go through the whole thing, like nutrition, all that, because, you know, I think nutrition is a huge part of, you know, your day. I, I usually wake up. I usually kind of have a, I, I don't really eat a ton before my first workout. I, it's usually like a light carb snack, you know, peanut butter on toast. Maybe if it's a treat, you know, a little cozy treat, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> cozy treat terrorism, if you follow me on Instagram. <laughs> I like to joke around about that. Um, you know, maybe it's a croissant, you know, any, any sort of like like carbs, but also like a little that peanut butter on toast is what I usually have with a little bit of honey. It's the best because high in carbs, quickly digestible, a little bit of fat, very like minimal amount of fat, a little bit of protein. So like, it sustains you a bit more than like say just carbs mm-hmm. um, or just like sugar because sugar is going to burn really quick. Um, and then yeah, a cup of coffee, I read um, and then roll out. Um, and then right now I'm not doing as much mobility like uh, because I'm doing more cross training because I can't run. I'm injured. Um, where but, but whereas when you're running and you're, you know, hitting, you're getting that impact. I have like a s- mostly like spinal mobility and like leg mobility program that I do. Um, just those little things that really add up. Um, my friend, uh, my friend, Jose, who's actually my roommate, shout out Jose. Um, he, he got me on that mobility and he like, we were talking and he's like, I was talking to him about it. And he's like, doing that mobility day is every day is your edge. And he was saying that he's like, he's like, well, he was like, every time I show up on that finish, I'll, I'll put on that start line. I know I'm the most mobile person there. So it's like doing those little things that gives you that edge. Um, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm going to be real. I, I haven't really been doing as much mobility as much when I'm injured, but I've been really, you know, roll out um, either at the gym or at my house, drive to the gym, get my first workout in for the day um, on a, on a workout day. Um, you know, it's an hour to two hours of, uh, any form of cross training. So I might be on the elliptical or the arc train or the cycling or in the pool doing water running with one of those belts, like an old grandma. <laughs> Cause it's like the running specific, like today I, I just got finished doing that. Um, so yeah, one to two hours of that. And then, you know, come back, eat a huge meal. That's when I really, I don't really, yeah, I don't really like waking up and eating a ton of breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, I feel like, I, I, sometimes you get that tired feeling and then like also i just want to get my first workout done right away um just because i usually work out twice a day and then come back and then you know do the work i needed to do for the day um after i eat that meal um kind of depends what like season i'm in um sometimes i'm able to like get in a nap um an hour to 90 minute naps any any amount is good but 90 minutes is the best because it's a full REM cycle so um, whereas if you like set the alarm for an hour, you, it might not get you that you might wake up feeling groggy, um, mm-hmm. get a nap in if you can. Um, and then from there, yeah, get it, like get, get work done for the day, basically working all day. And then second workout, um, four to 5 PM, um, actually more like five to five to 6 PM, either you know, an, an, an extra session on uh, basically just cardio because like I'm cross-training, like I don't want to get bored of one thing. So I switch between yeah, cycling, arc trainer. I even like sometimes I do a hike, um, I like stairs, um, swimming, aqua jogging. And then 
I do weights two to three times a week, and the weights are always in that second session. And I do my weights on my workout days for running. So like me, me when I say workout days, I mean like in the sessions. So like in running, you have like for our program um, at my school, we do Tuesday, Thursday, Saturdays are like the hard sessions. And those are the sessions that you really need to show up for and you actually get really get better from. It's like if you do bad in those sessions, but like good on all the other days, like you're not you're not prioritizing the right thing. And that's one thing I've had to learn is um, sometimes I would try to do maybe too much mileage, like too much running on my easy days when I'm supposed to be recovering. And I, I didn't get it. I didn't really get better, you know, as I had wanted to. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that I'm, I'm kind of kind of going in different, uh, different, different tangents, but uh, different directions. But I'd say, um, yeah, that's kind of my, that's kind of like my day to day. And then, mm-hmm. Or I guess like like when I'm injured. So basically, what I do right now is like Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. I like duplicate that workout in the pool. But basically, like a when I'm fully you know healthy, not injured, um, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturdays are with the team, pulling up to workout at nine thirty a.m. And like I said, you know, come back, eat a huge meal, get a um, get a nap in if you can because you're going to be because i'm going to be running later um mm-hmm. and then doing the weights so the workout days are pretty it's like honestly like three to five hours dedicated to training on the big workout days so like definitely a lot of like if you include the nap if you include the rolling stretching pulling up like driving to practice weights yeah. second run it's uh it ends up being a lot but you know it's worth it it's the the dream i want to chase yeah um yeah, it but, sounds like you're it sounds like you are not injured at all because you're still doing so much. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think, um, I guess it depends which sport you're in, but like, at least for running, like on the, like these like aerobic cardiovascular sports, like as long as it's not impact, you can get as much training in as you want. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, when I got injured, it's funny. I like, and I've actually kind of toned it back a bit because like I was talking about, you need to recover to get really better. But like, I would just like obsessively, like once I got injured, I just obsessively cross train, yeah, like two to three hours a day. And like, just like, I was like, I don't care. Like, I'm going to keep going harder. But then at some point I was like, okay, like my whole body's getting really tired. I can't eat it. I need to give myself a little bit of a recovery. Here. Yeah, for sure. Um, but you, you mentioned something really important. Like uh, for me, I think in the beginning when you were talking about running, uh, reading and uh, there's a this Brazilian volleyball coach that he mentions how every day that you're not preparing your, yourself or training uh, towards your goals, you are just getting one, one day further away from achieving it, right? Yeah. So in your case, it's like, uh, well, you can you can run, right? And for us as athletes, for some time, sometimes we can uh, practice the those, those sport that we that we are in, uh, but reading it's considered uh, preparing yourself as well, you know, especially when you're reading the right things. I think you are, you're preparing your mind. It's something that you talk a, a lot about. Um, and I feel like that's, that's important for, for people that are injured, but they don't want to like um, totally just waste time, you know, and like maybe play video game and watch Netflix all day. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you read, you're still, you're still getting, you're still getting better. 
uh, yeah. maybe not physically, but uh, your mindset is definitely getting better. Um, yeah, that is, I really, yeah, that is so true. I really relate to that. Like, even, um, like before, maybe I would, I kind of change like the books I'm reading. And it's not like I don't necessarily read like a business books now, but like I would like read biz more business heavy books. But like, like I said, the content you were consuming and reading is like, I think the most impactful content you're consuming because, you know, like, let's talk about content, short from content. You see, uh, you know, you see my videos pop on your feed. You see, uh, see, but if they're 30 second, one minute videos, those are those short things, little spurts. They don't last with you. You don't look at that same, maybe you do, maybe you don't, but you don't necessarily look at that same video or person every single day. But whereas a book, that's the ultimate form of long form content. It's not, it's way longer than a YouTube video. Oh, YouTube video is 10 minutes. It's hours and hours and hours and hours of you reading what this person, for example, Mo Farah, the, one of the greatest performers in athletics ever, you know, he performed in the pinnacle four times reading what he has to say about life. And I'm, and I show up every day and I'm reading his book for, you know, 30 minutes to an hour every morning. Like that's, and that, that really actually puts a dent in the way your subconscious mind thinks. Yeah. Um, and like what it's going to be like, if you're reading about running all day, you know, and like taking all this stuff in, like maybe your subconscious mind's going to be like, Hey, we got to do this for running. Okay. Time to roll out, time to go stretch. Um, so I think reading has been really good for me or even like last night, like, um, I, I was at the gym and it was kind of a bit later and I didn't, uh, I was like, I was, I was going to do, a an extra session, but I was like, Hey, I have a really hard session. Like I said, like that important session today. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stretch and then listen to like, um, like visualization, like kind of like Con Conor McGregor, like interviews and stuff and like, or just like visualize myself in that. And then me, like, like you said, like just same as reading, like visualization, that's getting me better too. Like I'm visualizing myself, visualizing myself running down the home stretch. You are actually, or visualizing myself, you know, having amazing form. You are forming those connections with your nerves just by visualizing yeah. um so yeah like there's a lot you can do that isn't training that's going to get you better yeah. in your sport and it's um, not even anything physical yeah 100 percent. and i cannot remember the name of the book now i think it's actually psycho cybernetics if i'm not mistaken um and the guy talks about that how you should spend more time doing that visualizing because and I mean, he brings a bunch of research and studies that proves that, you know, you should be maybe laying down your bed and visualizing more and thinking more about that because that will help you, um, uh, you know, show up when you when you have to uh, on the field, on the track, whatever your sport are. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think we we forget about that. You know, we think that in order to get better, we need to go outside and which you, we do need to do it. But at the same time, you know, um, it gets to a point that maybe it's not helping our, our, our physicality anymore. And, you know, if we stay in bed and, and do some visualizing, some meditation, breathing exercise, whatever it is, do something that involves your mind that will help you probably even more in a way, you know. And I think we, we forget about that a lot. Yeah, definitely. Like, it's not about 
Yeah, like there's really, and it's it's funny. Uh, I mean, it, it kind of depends on the sport, but at least in my sport, running, like there's really only like basketball, for example. You could shoot free throws all day. Like you can, it's a skill sport. Mm-hmm. You know, you could shoot po- hockey pucks all day. Obviously, like you're still obviously going to get tired. Your muscles are going to get fatigued, but you can do, you can be out there all day compared to running. Like you, there's, there's really only so much you can train. So those times when you're not training and you're using that for recovery or you're using that for visualization, um, the, I feel like that's, what's going to give you an edge because like everyone kind of does have a bit of a limit of how much they can train. And at some point it becomes a patience game. It's like, okay, how patient can this be guy get by, you know, just just doing the doing the boring things every single day and that are actually going to help you like the recovery like going to bed at early and like i'm trying like i always set the goal and i, I never well I, I always set the goal in my mind of hitting get, getting to bed at 9 p.m and i'm like i'm gonna hit it tonight and then just try to get in that cycle but yeah, yeah i think yeah the time when you, the time you the time when you're not training is, is where the difference is made i think for sure. Um, the addiction never ends. Uh, become an addict. What <laughs> does that mean to you? That I was gonna, yo, when you when you sent that, I was like, dang, like, cause yeah, like it's from my clothing brand, Victory Addiction. But mm-hmm. I also don't even have it tagged in my profile. I'm like, dang, how did you find that? <laughs> I did my homework. Yeah, where where how'd you how'd you what you just was deep in the I, IG or what? Yes, yes. It was just I needed to, so uh, I just went just digging a little deeper and deeper, and I found it. And I mean, I I like it. You know, I I read a book about um, Grant Cardone uh, by Grant Cardone, and then nice. the name of the book is "Be Obsessed or Be Average." You know, and yeah. he talks about how he was a, a drug addict, uh, but then when he realized that. Uh, we are all obsessed about something that his obsession was the wrong obsession. And when he could turn that around and then the obsession become, became like winning, making money, you know, and, and doing those type of things. That's when he stopped using drugs and he started making millions and millions of dollars. Um, so when I read that, I was like, I, I love that. You know, I think I do think, you know, we need I think. Uh, People get confused a lot because they think like, oh, you'd have to have balance and this and that. But I mean, I feel like the, the truth is if you wanted to be great, if you wanted to achieve something, you have to be a little crazy. You have to be obsessed. Yes. Otherwise, you're not going to get there, you know, and and being obsessed is I think it's being part of being obsessed is going to bed early. You know, it's, it is sleeping a little more. It's understanding that. Bro, I'm so tired today and I'm I cannot perform. So, you know, staying in and getting an extra hour of sleep is gonna actually help me. Um and it's gonna kinda like feed my obsession in a way. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's part of being obsessed, you know. Yeah. 100%. But I think, I think uh, people people just see obsession as a bad thing, but I think it can be a good thing if you if you know how to how to look at it. And when I saw that, I was like, bro, I, I love that. And I have to ask him about it. Yeah, 100 percent. Dude, you have, yeah, you, yeah, you're getting me, uh, getting me excited here. You have some points I really want to go into. Um, honestly, I, for, first of all, you were talking about 
that well obviously the obsession um and like how p- some people think oh like yeah you have to balance and all like this and that um that's even something something i've been leaning into a lot more lately is like yeah like some people you know i guess everyone has a different view on the world but some people might be like you know like let go of your pride let go of your ego let go of any um hardships or heavy feelings you have for someone who you know maybe did you wrong or fucked you over or beat you like let go of all that and i was kind of hearing this and i was like hey yeah like you gotta let it go you gotta let it go said like some certain things that may have happened in my life and then i decided i was thinking decided one day i was like you know what that doesn't give me any fucking fire that doesn't give me an edge. That doesn't make me obsessed. Like I, I'm okay. Like it is fine for me to lean into being motivated by the negative people telling you, Oh, you know, you're doing great. Seb. you're, you're killing training right now. Is that going to make you go to the gym when you need to go to the gym for that second time? You don't want to go and it's dark out. Is that going to make you, you know, go to nap in the middle of the day and, to, to get that extra edge on your competitor so you can beat them by that 1.1 seconds in the final of, you know, the Olympic trials, you know, like, is that, is the positivity and the feel good, you know, Oh, let's, let's be, Oh, like, let go of your, let go of any traumas, like the feel good. Oh, like it's okay. You know, you gotta be more, you gotta be more chill. It's like, no, they're not of the greats were chill and maybe they even had you know problems from their past life or problems from their childhood that they're always trying to over overcome like they're almost like saying they're almost saying fuck you to the world it's like you almost kind of have to have that fuck you mentality to Mm -hmm. become one of the greats it's like what's your goal here is it to sit there and be obviously like oh be you know, it's all good. Like, and obviously like I have my, like I have my chill moments too. Like sometimes I'm super intense and I know when to turn it off, but (laughs) the, like the great, yeah. Any one of the greats, like Michael Jordan, Kobe, they were making up stories in their mind. Like, Oh, this guy didn't say hi to me. Oh, I'm going to go drop 50 on him. Like, let's go. Oh, this guy. Oh, he thinks he's going to be me. Oh, he think he made a little smirk remark. Okay, you're gonna you're you're gonna beat, and when I beat you, you're never gonna beat me again, type thing. Like that's the driver, yeah. and like even just the emo- the emotion I have right now about that is just like, dude, like that. If it was all like, oh, let's all be friends here, and let's not be competitors, you know, that's yeah. never gonna happen. Yeah, um, I, I agree a hundred percent. And I, you some you said something really important. I think it's like uh, you know people have different perspectives. You yeah. know, and, and I think and that's I respect okay. everyone's perspective for what it is. But, you know, this is what I believe and I'm willing to say it with my chest. Exactly. And I think the other day I was listening to a podcast and the guy said, um, don't listen uh, to people's advice if they never achieve anything that you that you don't want to. You know, mm-hmm. so, like, you know, if it's if it's your aunt, if it's your cousin that they're saying you should you're working too hard. But like, look, I don't want to be like you. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, please keep keep telling me uh, what I should not do so I can keep doing it. You know what I mean? 
so I think it, it depends on who's giving the advice as well. And we kind of, we need to create that filter. And I think when it comes to sport, it's hard to, to find someone that it wasn't obsessed, that achieved something great, you know? Yeah. Like you gotta be like, you look at the greats of sport, like you gotta be a little bit psycho. Like mm -hmm. that breed of person is very, very rare. No one is going to understand you. Like you got to be a crazy motherfucker if you want to do great things. But it, you have to ask yourself at the end of the day, what do you want more? Do you want to be, you know, liked by everyone and, you know, be, you know, forgiving and all this stuff? Or do you want to be a great who went down in history and has a legacy? You know, yep. like it's like same Conor McGregor says it, you know, I relate to the Vincent Van Gogh quote. I lost my mind in my heart. I lost my mind in the process. Yeah. It's literally, yeah. Like you could say if you're so obsessive about something and you, that's all you think about, like, yeah, maybe you lost your mind in it. You know, and some people might think that's losing their mind, but at the same time, I would argue that if you don't have that in your life and you don't have something you're obsessed with, what is the point of this whole thing? Mm -hmm. You have, I, yeah. Like, you and again, a, I think, you must have a mission. Yeah. I mean, and, and again, I think it's okay if people, you know, don't want to do anything like that. If they want to, yeah. you know, go to school and work and, you know, do their job, it's okay. But I mean, I don't think that's what we want. That's kind of like why, why we're talking about here, you know, yeah. like that's why we have, that's why I create the podcast is because I don't want to do that. Um, yeah, exactly. I want to I do something else. And I think, uh, and I think it's okay for us to be obsessed. And if they want to be like that, you know, be like that. Yeah. Um, At the same time, too, like, I don't think everyone is meant to be obsessed. You know, it's yeah. not it's not necessarily maybe in their nature. And that's totally fine, too. This is me. This is me and my nature. This is me being 100% genuine and authentic. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to live that life. And if I respect people the most if they're just fully truly themselves if you are fully true yourself i have 100 utmost respect for you whatever yep. that is and maybe i don't even agree with it but like i maybe i maybe i polarizingly disagree with it but i will have respect for you if you are being truly authentic yeah and for sure. being um, you go ahead go ahead yeah just yeah yeah just being you as a but. yeah um I'm, the other day i was I finished reading a book. I can't remember the name of the guy, but I think the name of the book is Happy Sexy Millionaire. Um, oh, I think I've he, heard of that book. Yeah, I've heard it's he, a good one. Yeah, it is. And he talks about, you know, how how you should have your own um, definition of success, you know, how you should question some of the things that society put into us, you know, how like uh, it, it's okay for you to be you like you said, you know, yeah. and, and come up with whatever is healthy for you, whatever mean being rich is for you. Mm -hmm. What is a millionaire? It, it is to you, you know, and, and you come up with that and then you find success uh, within the things that you think it is success, you know, not on the things that other people think is success, you know, because yeah. when you, Maybe for me, it's being being a happy, sexy millionaire. It's not it's not necessarily having a million dollars in my account. It's maybe having a, a few thousands, but doing the things that I wanted to do. You know what I mean? So exactly. it's, you know about questioning ourselves, question the the beliefs that we have, 
and succeeding in our own terms you know mm-hmm. right? i would yeah i want to expand on that like i think everyone and at least there's like with young men around like you know a 18 to 20 or whatever like there's the the masculine arc of miami watches lambos girls clubbing bottles all that stuff and yeah. i feel like it's um it's put on such a pedestal and um it's not and that, i feel like that's what everyone at, at least maybe like everyone who you know is, is is like pursuing like business and maybe not like chasing a sport like that's what everyone thinks is like the pinnacle but like i i think like like all that shit's like so fleeting yeah it's like and like if you don't well maybe you maybe you even get there and then you realize like oh like like what's my okay why am i actually doing all this why what's the real purpose maybe you go do all that stuff and you realize oh wow just for the sick instagram photo it's not even like okay we got the sick instagram photo now of this you know bougie airbnb and it looks hard bro and then you're like okay well what now it's like you got to be seeking deeper meaning and i think that time that comes with a lot of time and silence but at least for me it's just like yeah i want to be pursuing i want to be pursuing running to the you know for my whole life at least you know right now the olympics is the goal and becoming you know the best run the absolute best runner i can be and then from there like you know just having a huge impact and I've always said my goal is to, you know, take a million people and get them to start running and change their lives through that. So like pursuing that, like it never ends. And then once that happens, there's going to be another goal and maybe it'll change down the road. Maybe the vehicle isn't running for me to try to inspire other people and, you know, change lives. Um, But yeah. And then, but yeah, back to the, uh, anyways, back to the, what was the question? The victory. The the at the wait, so what, what oh yeah, yeah it was everyone has an addiction you just have to choose the right one that was it yeah 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 i think yeah. i think that's yeah that's pretty much it i mean that's kind of that's what we were talking about and and i mean yeah I think it's, yeah i'd uh, say with that like um it it was funny because I, I actually really want to get back into like the clothing brand like my, my clothing brand victor addiction eventually um, I just kind of put it on pause cause I got a lot of other things on my life. But when I, when I, when I came up with that, I was just like, that's so true. Like everyone's, yeah, everyone's addicted to something, whether it be fast food, watching porn, mm-hmm. doing drugs, bad things, you know, or maybe your addiction is to winning <laughs> yeah. and you absolutely obsessive. Like, it's like you can, like the the guy who's an alcoholic and he and he loves like like he, he just he just can't help himself but to you know drink more and he just like life of the party you can change that guy has a fire in him you know he mm-hmm. you can change that like that guy's fire for life he loves it or the guy the guy who's like you know whatever addicted to crack he has like a fire like he's like i need it i need it but you can if you can change that and you can transfer it to something else, you're gonna be a powerful motherfucker. Yeah, 100%. but like you just you just have to you, you just have to yeah you have to siphon it to the right glass. Yeah, yeah I mean the, the the addiction is there, you know the obsession is there. You just have to 
to point to the right direction. Um, but whenever you restart the brand, you you gotta let me know because I want to be part of it. Because yes, I definitely be be wearing it, and if I can, you know, maybe take a little steak of it, I'll, I'll do it if I can. Yes, sir, um, man. Victory addiction. I think it's really. I I think it could really. It could, it's powerful branding for sure. It says it has the name has addiction in the name, mm-hmm. like yeah. a, a negative connotation. It's like no, yeah. be addicted to winning, be addicted yeah. to victory. It's an addiction. It's powerful. Addiction is a powerful feeling. I think we we have the marketing campaign already. So yes, sir. Um, yes. Uh, Sebastian, just to kind of uh, wrap it up, it's a question that I that I always ask everyone. Um, uh, and I didn't send it to you, so good luck <laughs> figuring out what I'm gonna say. Um, but I think it's something we talk about a little bit. But what's your definition of success? How would you define success? My definition of success, I would say is waking up every single day and being excited and passionate about passionate about what you're doing because no matter what you're going through no matter if it's a high high moment and you just you won the race and you know it's the, the, or you lost the lost the race or maybe you're dead broke or you're or someone in your family died if you can if you have a goal and a, and something in your life that you are constantly pursuing and you wake up and you know exactly what you have to do to get a step closer towards that goal that's success because yeah i just if if you have if you know exactly the reason why god put you on this earth that that's success cuz once you found that out everything there you know what you need to do Everything there from there is just being disciplined, being patient and climbing the mountain. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love, love that. Um, the reason I asked the question is because everyone has a different definition. Um, and every time I hear uh, every definition sounds right and there's literally no no wrong answer you know and if if i could if at the end of my life i can get just a little bit of everyone's definition uh, i feel like uh, i'll be a little bit more successful in a way yeah uh, what is uh i'm curious what were some of the other answers to that question oh man so many um but i feel like a lot of people talk about um doing something that they like to do you know doing doing what they love to do um and inspiring people uh you know helping others inspiring others and i feel like uh, everyone kind of goes to the same direction but with uh, different words um but i feel like it's most of the time it's it's about others you know in a way i feel like uh, 
it's about ourselves helping others and i think it makes it makes a lot of sense i think that's something that i relate um you know doing doing your best so you can help others you know exactly um, like you need to become the absolute best version of yourself to have the capacity to help others exactly yes and i mean that's that's i, I believe in that a, a lot i feel like uh we create credibility in a way um but i mean i can help you if i if i don't help myself first you know so i exactly. i have to be a little bit selfish first to to be able to help you in the future you know and, and help others so 100% yeah like you have to in reaching your goals say your goal is to become ufc champion olympic champion you have to be super 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 selfish in achieving that goal be like no i can't do that i'm training right now no i gotta go to bed at 10 p.m no i'm not gonna eat candy no i don't want to drink you know leading leading up to that you have to be so selfish to make sure you accomplish that goal but then once you accomplish that goal you're inspiring millions and then your mission's complete and then it's like it's full circle then you can then you can really give back mm -hmm. yeah 100 percent. well um thank you so much i think a lot of good insights that a lot of people can can benefit from it uh i really appreciate you taking the time to to talk to me uh let's keep in touch i'll you know i, I love your your videos on on instagram how appreciate it i just the one about vaping man i love that one i think you you said everything i wanted to say uh and <laughs> I'm going to have to share that one on my stories for sure. That one was fun. And it, that's actually funny that um, I was I was just talking to a, a business partner and he and he said the same thing. He's like, oh, man, like, I'm going to put that in my story, bro. Because <laughs> it's funny, man. And behind that, it's funny, too, because, like, you know, the headline is, if you vape, you're retarded. Most people would be like, what the hell? But obviously, it's a controversial opener. But... Yeah. I'm doing that to reach because because one also I'm roasting the hell out of vapors because they're not going to change if they're not motivated by the negative like I was talking about mm -hmm. and you need to be like and also like it's it, the more eyes I can reach and the, if if this and there was one guy who commented he commented this is like my exact mission because I I want people to be the healthiest version of themselves and he commented damn bro like thanks for the motivation I I need to quit and I was like yes. If he commented that, maybe 10 more people thought that and yep. maybe they tried to quit. And like, that's my mission at the end of the day. And, if, and it's me doing that and roasting them is actually achieving my mission of making them healthy and doing something that's good for them. It's like the, the tough love, you know, it's the tough brotherly love. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I, I love that. Yeah. I, I'm definitely sharing that one. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate you taking the time. Man. Thank you. Yeah, this was this has been a great podcast. Uh, I really enjoyed speaking with you, and yeah, you asked some great questions. Thank, yeah, shout out to you for uh, you know finding the victory addiction question because uh, I was like, wow, this guy really did his research. <laughs> <laughs> I try, I try my best, but well, thank you so much. For sure, appreciate it. Awesome.